Today we are going to be doing a deck tech for a General Tazri Zada Ally Flicker deck. Uh, also known as Blink, Flicker, and Blink will be used interchangeably uh, for now, but there is a difference. First, I'm going to go over what the deck is and how it works. So, first of all, the commander is General Tazri, which is 4 and a white for a 3-4. When it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an ally creature card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. It also has white, blue, black, red, green. Ally creatures you control get plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of colors among those creatures. So, because of the way that, uh, role ide that commander color identity works, this would be considered five color because of the ability. So this is a five color deck. Second of all, uh, the idea of how this deck works is we use Zadahedron Grinder, which we can search with General Tazri when it enters the battlefield because it's an ally. And Zadahedron Grinder is three and a red for three three for a, legend a legendary creature goblin ally. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell that targets only Zadahedron Grinder, copy that spell for each other creature you control that the spell could target. Each copy targets a different one of those creatures. So, the idea is, I take that and a single target flicker or blink effect, which basically will take a creature, remove it from the game, and then bring it back, and that can be very cheap because it only targets one thing. And I can get rid of my entire board and then bring it all back. Now, the reason that this is beneficial, I know, it's, it's a lot. But as you get to understand it, it will make sense and it will seem really cool. So, uh, the reason that this is beneficial is because allies tend to have entered the battlefield abilities. When they enter the battlefield, they will do something. Especially, uh, sometimes they will say, uh, whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield. Or sometimes it'll say, um, whenever it enters the battlefield, do it for a number of, uh, allies you control. Or maybe it'll be both. Whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield, do it for the number of allies you control. So the idea is, there's also a lot of different other uh, effects that happen on Enter the Battlefield that we can take advantage of. Uh, there are also things that deal damage to your opponents, or just things in general, uh, that could help make it better. But the uh, basic idea of it is, I am using Flicker to get rid of my entire field and then bring it back. Now that is made cheaper by Zada, and we can just do a whole lot of things and it works quite well. So let's get into it. So first of all, uh, just a quick disclaimer, I will not be covering lands unless it's a specific synergy land. For lands, it is completely dependent on your budget. Do not, you don't necessarily want to follow my guide. If you have a lot of money, go ahead, get shocks, get fetches, maybe even OG duels if you're extremely uh, stacked, I guess, I don't know, uh, go ahead, right? But if you don't, maybe you want to stay really cheap. Maybe you even want to shave a color off of this deck. 
So that's up to you. And I'm not going to tell you what lands I have in here because it's not going to help you. All it's going to do is distract uh, from what you actually want. This is just my version of the deck. I actually think I'm going to build this deck. Uh, I've played it once online uh, with untap.in, but I think I'm going to build it. So this is my version of it. I will. Pr I might make some changes. We'll see. But I think this is a good jumping off point. Alright, so second of all, one notable thing with the commander uh, is if you flicker it, you can get that enter the battlefield ability again and get another ally. So even though there are only, uh, there's actually more than six, that's, there's, I believe, eight, uh, because categories are a little bit, there's some overlap and stuff with categories, and I actually don't know how to use the new multiple categories feature. Uh, plus, when I built this, I that did not exist. But point is, I believe that there are eight, uh, roughly eight allies, which would be almost nothing. In a vacuum, or I guess it'd be nine, in a vacuum, you'd probably only get one a game. But because of the fact that uh, Zada, sorry, not Zada, Tazri is going to be coming in and out of the field, every single time I flicker it, I'm going to be able to get another ally. So that's going to be really, really helpful. Another thing to make it even more, even better, is I have uh, copy effects. So I have clones. When they enter the battlefield, it'll become a copy of it. Uh, I have several of these, but point is, that way I can double up on my effects. So, for example, we're going to use, uh, we are going to use Colostria Healer. It has Rally. Whenever Colostria Healer or another ally, ally enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses a life and you gain a life. So, well, we'll have that enter the battlefield. And then we'll cast a clone. So, when that enters the battlefield, the clone, and then you cast the clone, right? Well, when it enters the battlefield, it'll, it'll deal the damage. Then when you cast the clone, it'll trigger the clone's ETB, and it'll trigger Colostria Healer's ETB. And when other things enter the battlefield, um, it'll trigger both of them. Now, honestly, this is kind of a not-that-optimistic situation. It could get significantly better. But this is just a baseline, not-that-amazing situation. And it's incredibly powerful. Alright, so then there's the flicker effects. There's really not much to cover. So flicker or blink. Flicker is if you exile a creature you control and you bring it directly back into play under its owner's control. Blink is if you exile a creature, well, I guess not necessarily a creature you control for either of these, is if you exile a creature and then you bring it back at the end step or basically at some point in the future so long as it's not like more than a turn. So that's the difference between them and in this deck in particular, we would prefer to be running Flicker, where it'll just go out and then right back in, because that way we can do it multiple times in a turn. Uh, it's a very small difference, uh, so there wasn't much, many different card, card inclusions and exclusions because of it, but it, it is a small difference that is meaningful. Alright, 
So you get the idea, hopefully. So you're going to cast General Tazri. You're going to get Tazada and you're going to cast it, right? Then you can start flickering things. Hopefully you can flicker it and then you'll, you, hopefully you flicker it, General Tazri and Zada, and then you'll get an ally. And then you can just keep on going, right? You'll just, every time you flicker it, you can get another ally and cast it. And you can just go off. So how are we going to help along this? So first of all, ramp, right? So there's a couple different categories of ramp. Uh, mostly uh, there's just flicker ramp. But one category is or just synergistic ramp. So first we just have the normal ramp. Uh, I have a soul ring and a smothering tithe. There's a million different options. You could put more, you could put a lot less. It totally depends. This is very flexible area. Uh, then I have a beast color savant, which is an ally with haste, and you can add mana, uh, which you can only use for creatures, which isn't the best. Uh, it's one in the green, but it's an ally, so that's fine. Uh, Haraba's druid is one in the green for zero one, and you can tap it to add X mana of any one color, where X is the number of allies you control. Uh, this is great, first of all, because it's an ally, and second of all, because you get tons of mana. Alright, and last of all, we have the to be flickered category. So basically, these have, in one form or another, when this enters the battlefield, get a, get a land onto the battlefield. So, not from your hand, from your library. So in one form or another, you're up one land. Uh, there's variations of that. Sometimes you're searching through your library, sometimes you're looking at the top five, Sometimes you're sacrificing a land and getting two more, but it's the general idea. All right, another thing to help this along is enter the battlefield replicate. Now, you'd be actually surprised how many cards I have that can make it so things basically, well, so they enter the battlefield twice whenever I flicker the board. So first of all, we have Molten, Echo, Molten Echoes, two red red for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. We are going to choose ally. Whenever a non-token creature of the chosen type enters the battlefield under your control, create a token that's a copy of that creature. That token gains haste. Exile it at the beginning of the next end step. This is an incredibly powerful way of doing this. Remember how I was talking about having multiple of some of allies can make things stack and trigger a lot? That is what this is going to do. This is actually, I'd say, one of the best, if not the best. Uh, probably one of the best, I'm not sure. A uh, point is, no, it's the best. It is the best one. Uh, point is, uh, you get to double the number of creatures you have, which is insane. Not only do your triggers trigger twice, they trigger twice for double the creatures. Now, obviously, for all allies... All ally ETB triggers, it will not be the same, so it's not exactly quadruple. But it is so, so good. It, I mean, sure, you don't get it on non-allies, but that's not... You're generally focusing on allies. Uh, next is Panharmonicon. I'm sure you guys have seen this before. Four for an artifact. If an artifact or creature entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger... That ability triggers an additional time. It's phrased quite weirdly, but basically, let me break it down. 
if an artifact or creature, right, comes into the battlefield and causes something to trigger. This is where it gets a little weird. So, yes, if it enters the battlefield and it causes something to happen, that is it causing a triggered ability of a permanent you control. And if it uh, enters the battlefield and triggers something else, that is also the same thing. And then that just happens twice. Simple enough, well, if you actually get it. And I'm sure you've played against it, so I'm sure that you understand it. Then there is Yarok the Desecrated, two black, green, blue, for a 3-5 with Death Touch and Lifelink. If a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Same exact thing. Alright, so another ETB doubler is Yorion, Sky Nomad. So, three hybrid white blue, hybrid white blue for a 4-5 legendary creature, Bird Serpent. Companion, your starting deck contains at least 20 cards more than the minimum size. You cannot use this. Uh, basically, Companion is if it meets a certain requirement, you can have it sort of start in your hand, but you have to pay three mana to actually get it into your hand, and then you can cast it. Uh, but that's impossible to meet, so we're not worrying about that. Alright, and it has flying. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, exile any number of other non-land permanents you own and control. Return those cards at, to the battlefield at the beginning of the next end step. So, if you use a flicker effect, Yorion can enter the battlefield again, and it can flicker everything else. That is incredibly useful. Alright, so that's ETB doublers. So, at this point, we've covered a couple of things. We've covered what Zada is, we've covered what, uh, basically the idea of the deck, you know, how we're going to replicate the Enter the Battlefield abilities, but we haven't covered some of the actual cores of the deck. So, let's get into them. So, for one thing, Ally Flicker is important. These are the allies we're going to search out, well, sort of. These are allies we can search out, and we can get them to enter the battlefield over and over and over again for value. So, I'm going to read some of these off. Undo Cleric is 1 in white for 1-1. One, one. When it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, you may gain life equal to the number of allies you control. You can gain an insane number of life, an amount of life with this. It gets out of control very, very quickly. Um... I mean, I don't really know what else to say. Uh, that's kind of all there is to it. Alright. Bala Ged Thief. Uh, three and a black for 2-2. Two -two. When it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, target player reveals a number of cards from his or her hand equal to the number of allies you control. You choose one of them. That player discards that card. Think of it this way. Uh, if you have three allies, right? Uh, say you cast this like second right? If you just, if you just flicker everything, right? Have it all enter the battlefield again. And keep in mind, uh, three allies is nothing. All that means is you have Balagad Thief, you have Tazri, and you have Zada. That's it. You don't have anything else. So that's not an optimistic number. <laughs> that's like the baseline. So yeah, um, Basically, when they all, if you flicker them all, 
you will get to choose from each of your opponents one of three cards. It's not that uncommon. Well, okay. You'll probably have at least one opponent with only three cards, and you'll just get to completely destroy it. And for the other opponents, you'll probably get something good. And keep in mind, this isn't the only time this is going to happen. You have just made their opponents discard three cards, and first of all, you got it on ETB initially from that, not just from the flicker. It's incredibly good. Alright, uh, next we can do Kazul Warlord. It is four and a red for a creature, Minotaur Warrior Ally. Whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, you may put a plus one plus one counter on each ally creature you control, and it's a three three. Now, this is a little bit of a mixed bag. So the downside is if you flicker everything, sadly you will lose all the plus one plus one counters on. But the upside is it doesn't matter. You're going to gain them all back when they all enter the battlefield again. Uh, very important the way the stack, the trigger stack, is uh, basically all the things trigger at once. So everything enters the battlefield and it all happens at once. So, for example, uh, for, for Undo Cleric, right? You gain life equal to the number of allies you control whenever one enters the battlefield. So, when they all enter the battlefield, say you have three allies, you're not going to gain one, then two, then three. No, you will gain three, three times. Because it will trigger all at the same time. They will all enter the battlefield. And then, once they've all entered the battlefield, then the triggers will go off. So, that is how that works. Um, and it's very important to know that if you're going to play this deck. So, uh, next is uh, Turn Timber Rager. Three green green for a creature, elf scout ally. Whenever Turn Timber Rager or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, you may put a 2-2 green wolf creature token onto the battlefield. If you do, put a plus one plus one counter on Turn Timber Ranger. Now, keep in mind, uh, if you want, you can make this go infinite with something that alters... Uh, that alters uh, creature type, which is fairly powerful and useful to have in the deck because you can tutor for the turn Timber Ranger. That way, if you don't get the thing that alters uh, creature type, you just don't get it. And if you do, then you grab turn Timber Ranger. It's that simple. So that can be incredibly useful. Other than that, it is still really awesome. Now, sadly, again, if you do flicker everything, you will lose the wolves. But that's fine, and the plus one plus one counters. But that's fine, because first of all, you're going to gain them all back. And second of all, losing them all and then gaining them all back is basically flickering them, which is awesome in this deck. You'll see in the next category. Um, the idea of the next, you know what, let's just skip there. So the idea of the next category is enter the battlefield damage. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield, do some amount of damage somehow. A uh, creature could also have variations. So, one example, I'm going to keep on sort of going with the other category, is allies that do this. So, I already read off Kalastria Healer, which is the whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent gain, loses a life and you gain a life. It's a 1-2 two for 2 mana and it's Vampire Cleric Ally. But there's another one. Actually, there's two more. Uh, 
The next, there's there's a lot actually. Uh, the next one would be Haggard Diabolist, uh, which is four and a black for a three-two. Whenever Haggard Diabolist or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, you may have target player lose life equal to the number of allies you control. This is incredibly useful. You don't, you have no idea how much damage this is going to do. So think of it this way. <laughs> I keep on saying that. If you have four allies, again, that's really not that much, you are going to deal 16 damage on every single flicker. Now, obviously that's only to one player, but that is just insane. You will be able to very quickly kill people, and you'll be building up the number of allies you have. At six allies, you can just one-shot someone. At five, you can... At Well, at four and then five, you can two-shot two someone. It just gets really good really quickly. All right, so uh, there's also Tuck Tuck the Scrapper, which is three and a red for a 2-2. Two -two. When, it when it or another ally enters the battlefield, you may destroy an artifact. If an artifact is destroyed that way, it deals damage to that artifact's controller equal to the number of allies you control. So, honestly, this is really good. So, basically, you your opponents won't have uh, artifacts anymore, and they'll be taking damage for ever having them in the first place. Uh, you will probably run out of uh, artifacts before you run out of triggers from Tuk Tuk, uh, but it might take a minute. So, that's a very good way to deal a lot of damage and get rid of a lot of artifacts that could significantly mess up other people's plans. But it's not necessarily consistent or able to kill people. Another one, I know, there's three, is Marasa Pyromancer. Four red red for three two. Whenever Marasa Pyromancer or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, you may have Marasa Pyromancer deal damage to target creature equal to the number of allies you control. Now, this is different. It does deal damage to the creature, and I know that's not necessarily as good, but it just gets really good. Like, dealing three damage to three creatures, and they can be the same creatures, is just so, so good. It's going to be really powerful, trust me. It works. Alright, uh, next. So, not going to cover all these because they get pretty repetitive. Uh, I have been covering too many cards, honestly. But they're just random things that have work on all creatures. They enter the battlefield, deal damage equal to something. Maybe it's a specific amount of damage. Maybe it's whenever. Uh, maybe it's a specific uh, stat, like power. Something like that. Uh, but I'm not going to get too much into that. There's, It's just a lot. Alright, next is copy allies. So, we've been talking a lot about allies, but we don't have that many. Sure, we have maybe nine or so, and we're not going to run out of, well, we might, we're not necessarily going to run out of things to tutor for. But, it just is a little bit small. So, my main solution to that, uh, first of all, yes, there are more allies I could put in here, but they just didn't fit the mold. When I was re-entering things over and over again, it just doesn't help the deck. Alright, so basically, uh, these are copy effects. 
Uh, the best of which would be Juari Shapeshifter, which is one and a blue for a zero zero. You may have it enter the battlefield as a copy of any ally creature on the battlefield. This is amazing because I can tutor it and because it is two mana. So I'm, I'm going to go back to where I was a second ago. Uh, the idea is to copy them. And as I've said before, copying them can be incredibly powerful. Just getting to do these triggers over and over and over again is awesome. Especially with these triggers that are basically likely to kill people anyways. So, I have many variations of this, uh, most of which are not, none of which, uh, none of the other ones are ally specific. They're just creatures, and they can be incredibly useful. Uh, sadly, they are all shapeshifters and not, do not have changeling. So, it doesn't work as well, but still, it is quite amazing. Uh, next is the Flicker uh, and Blink. So, again, there's just so many cards here. There's 22 cards here. This is the biggest category. I'm not going to read them. What I will do is explain the main classes of what they could do. So, for one thing, there would be just simple... Uh, flicker. So I've discussed before which flick, which one is flicker and which one is blink. So there's some cards simple enough they just flicker it or they blink it. Uh, sometimes it'll be like a plus one plus one counter on it or maybe it'll get first strike or maybe you'll be able to cast it again. But it's never really a big thing so we're just not going to worry about that. Alright so the next variation is basically you make a copy of that creature until your next turn or until the end step until a specific amount of time uh usually it's until the end step so this is very good because it's still incredibly cheap usually it's two three something like that much mana so they'll have haste and you get copies of them so you get so so many triggers it's awesome uh this is one of the best variations of this all right the next one uh, again, there's flicker and blink effects with larger benefits like drawing a card, for example, because it gets copied so many times, it can be incredibly powerful. Then there are straight up clone effects. So this is just going to create a permanent token that's a copy of target creature you control. Uh, keep in mind with all these clone effects uh, with Tazri, it will just die because of the legend rule. Well, you can choose which one, but I'd recommend sacrificing the token. Um, it will just die, uh, and it will die if you flicker everything, but that's okay, because it's only one or two mana extra, and there's a good chance you'll just win by casting it. So, it's a small amount of extra mana for a whole lot more triggers, and a good chance you'll win, and maybe it'll get lost, but it's just worth it. So... We've got tons of these, and they can be incredibly powerful. Uh, so, beyond that, I mean, there's really not that much else to cover. I also have one uh, Soul Hoarder, which is just a completely arbitrary good flicker effect that's not really relevant uh, to this deck, but you get the idea. So, this is just a deck that tries to cast allies, get Tazri out, get Zada out, and just flicker. Get more allies out. Get more allies out. Like, it's just, it keeps going. It snowballs. Uh, 
Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.